0: Hello, my friends welcome back to another episode of the find a way podcast with dusty uh hopefully you're doing well on your journey uh another day in the books another week at this point another year in the books um showing up and showing at it um i had a really good time uh recently on a uh instagram live or uh it was um uh, a men's group with weight loss and um one of the uh the awesome listeners of the podcast uh really appreciate because whenever I put something out, he shares it on his story. And so shout out uh, to you. Uh, Thank you for having me on. It was an honor to have a community to share it with. I know that there's um, a podcast coming up soon, The the Waiting Table. um, That's going to be on Instagram initially and then over on YouTube. So I haven't done a podcast with a group of people in, in quite a long time. It's been pretty much just this podcast, me talking to my air vents and uh, hopefully helping someone along the journey. So um, it's it's gonna be really enjoyable, and if uh, you get a chance, it's the waiting table. I'm sure they'll have it on YouTube and it's saved so you can check it out. But um, you know, one thing that came up last night that I'd like to expand upon in the eight to 10 minutes that, that we typically go here is in regards to the self-identification of what it takes to overcome habits and rituals that didn't serve us, but actually hurt us. And all of us in this um, community have something that was... Uh, sabotaging us on our journey. Whether it was our habits, uh, rituals, whether it was our surroundings, whatever it was, something was sabotaging us and uh, allowed us to get to our top weight. And a lot of that is founded in our mentality and the mental side of this journey on how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive um, the success, lack of success, the positive and negative things on this journey. Uh, I know that me, myself, when everything kind of gets dim and dark and what I can't see, what's ahead, and I, it's kind of a gloomy um, a gloomy future, I tend to shut all the lights off around me and just kind of isolate and seclude myself, and I utilize what feels good, and oftentimes that comes with food, and I have always been a historical stress eater. I've always, uh, whenever there's stressful situations or, or situations where I can't predict what's coming ahead, I, I tend to dive myself into something that feels good, and oftentimes that's food, and, and I've really learned to Uh, work through that, overcome that, and develop a better balance of that. And the root of that, of not overcoming, uh, uh, let uh, let me say this, Uh, there's a difference between overcome and overcoming. Um, you know, overcome is like this singular event where you've overcome and it's done. And then you've got overcoming with the ING, which is a continual process of working on overcoming. And I would say that my journey isn't I've overcome, here I am. It's I've uh, I've been overcoming a lot. And in the process of me overcoming, I'm sharing uh, what I can along the way that could potentially help. And so a part of me overcoming this journey is something known as self-identification. So what that means is you take the blinders off of what got you to your top weight, what your vice is, that thing that it is you. Is it stress? Is it emotions? Is it, um, th- th- there's a number of things, family dynamic. There's a number of things that could potentially be Uh, what gets in our way. Um, Like, I just can't take it, I had to dive into this. Uh, Or, you you have multiple binge eating, or you immediately result into something that's addictive. Food is an addiction, Uh, it can be, uh, you know, uh, addiction transfer can be moved over to shopping, shoes, uh, any number of things, addiction can move. And so, it's identifying what your vice is and being okay with it. And this is where it came out because um, last night in the the men's group kind of Instagram live, it was intended for the men's group, but anybody could have uh, uh, joined, but there's this like facade that we've got to be big, strong, mighty. We've got to be the the protector and, and have to have these broad shoulders. And oftentimes with that comes a inability to let our guard down so that we can be honest and transparent about what potentially our vice is. We may have pride in saying, oh, I don't have, I, I'm fine, I can work it out, but that almost defeats the purpose of us trying to get better, get bigger, get stronger, have broader shoulders, as they say, in the journey of, of um, the longevity and the strength of, of who we are, because we're not willing to be honest with ourselves. If you got to your top weight, Or if you got to a top weight, at some point there was some sort of, and I say this lightly, there was some sort of negligence of your health. I mean, straight up, there was some sort of negligence of your health because whether it was what you were consuming, the lack of activity, uh, whatever it was, there was I know that I'm gaining weight. I feel it. I see it, especially if you've gained a larger amount of weight. And there's a kind of a pushing off of, uh, I don't want to deal with it. Um, I, I, I enjoy this food too much. I don't want to change my habits. I don't want to change my my rituals. I, I don't want to do all that. So it's important to identify that there is self-sabotaging. And when you identify, you can then plan for how to get better and that's a lot of what my journey's been it's just simply planning and pivoting based on how i know i self-sabotage so as an example i know i self-sabotage when it comes to stress if i have too much stress i self-sabotage by isolating and and just getting alone by myself um so that in turn i could feel good and so what i've identified is I I never really had an anchor activity that allowed me to kind of root myself in processing in a better way what I was going through. So, you know, if you've noticed that I I run or I go to the gym for a lengthier amount of time, I'm not training to be on a bodybuilding stage. I'm not trying to um, do anything that is um, crazy in the sense of like, I'm trying to, um, get a six pack. I mean, it'd be nice to have a six pack eggs, but like I, I'm doing this for not only to be, get my exercise in to be healthy, but it's very therapeutic for me. It's an anchor. The gym activity has become an anchor for me. Going for a walk can be an anchor for us and it's finding those anchors and using those anchors to help us therapeutically get through the things that sabotage us. And I've identified that stress is a uh, um, a self... So like when I'm going through a stressful situation, I will oftentimes... Um, pick up my activity or do something that will help keep my mind off it. Sometimes it's projects around the house. Sometimes it's organizing um, the closet. Sometimes it's, it's identifying, Hey, I'm stressed out and I'm going to want to binge and sit and dive in, but I can't do that because that's self-sabotaging. That's setting me back. So I am going to give, get myself active by organizing, doing a project, going for a run, going for a walk. I've got to identify and make a move. If You don't identify you're going to let the emotion, the stress control you in that situation and put you in what feels comfortable and what feels good and what you can nestle into, which is oftentimes self-sabotaging with food. That's where you've got to have an active, turned on mindset to say, I've got to actively counteract what's happening and and make it better. And so that's what's really important and what really came out and reminded me is that the self-identification of our journeys is really important for us to be successful. We've got to be able to identify what is holding us back and be honest with ourselves, let our guard down to say, this isn't right and this can't happen. I, I can't do this. Like if you have standards in your house for your kids, um, I mean, w- when they do something out of the ordinary, w- we don't do that. That That's not what we do. Like if... if um so Presley's turning two, and uh, she is learning her way around the the, the no's. Um, she is understanding no very, very well. And it's not like that she can ever say no, but there are certain things to where it is bedtime and she is throwing a fit saying no. And there are moments where like, honey, th- th- it's no big deal. Like you'll be up in the morning playing with your toys, but it's time to go to bed. And that doesn't mean she listens to us and that she completely comprehends it, but we're setting a standard in our house. And by setting a standard, we kind of set these parameters. You got to set the same parameters for yourself and for your journey. No, I don't do that. No, we don't do that. It's going to be extremely vital for your journey, uh, for you to be successful long-term. So I'm hoping that encourages you to self-identify what your vice is and what's potentially holding you back and push ahead towards what you want to go after and whatever your goal or dream is, whether it's run a 5K, 10K, marathon, whatever it is, um, don't let anything get in your way of going after what you want to get after. That's it. That's all, my friends. That's it. That's all. Talk to you in the next episode. Take care.